Welcome, world, to episode 234 of the Chamberlain Shams and Alex podcast, the pre-order episode. Oh, fuck. And we're gonna get we're gonna get into that shit because ah, because you're start right there. Aren't there you? were there were two oh. examples of how to do pre-orders right and how to do them wrong. And Sony did it wrong. And we are all grateful that Microsoft had a solid communication strategy and the infrastructure in pl- place to handle it. Anyway, let, let's before we get into that, Alex is here with us. Alex, how are you doing this week? I'm doing really good, actually. That's awesome. How come you I have so awesome? time off for the first time in a really long time? It's more than off. like one day. So yeah, no, I'm just. Time really, off is really a sweet, relaxed. delicious plum. So I got this is the first of three days off in a row, and I haven't Ooh, had nice. that in at least eleven months. What are you gonna wow. do? With them? Um, I'm gonna go jogging. I'm gonna do some writing. I'm gonna try to write a review for Hades. See how that you got goes. Some, you got some good shoes. I hate to see your knees go to shit. No, I got jogging. some good shoes. Okay, okay. Man, a Hades review would be rough. It's like it's like giving a review to your child or your childhood friend, you know. No, it's oh, I, uh, I can give it a very succinct review. A fulgent praise, mostly. <gasps> no, but me, a- Alex, and I, Alex and I watched this kid grow up, mm-hmm. and we love him. We spent hundreds. We of didn't hours even see him. it until about a year into development. Yes, and and yeah, you he's all, just he's all he's all grown up now, and he showed up on my switch. Yeah, and I and tell you, my, my reaction is one of pretentious yeah. youth. You've been around too many hazardous chemicals, Jim. What, 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 are, what are you doing? Like, how dare you come at me with just the sword and these same enemies over and over again? And man, I'm so depressed to hear that you're not enjoying it because, like, I'm still loving it. I, I beat, I beat, I beat I Dad beat, twice today. I, I am. I can barely put it down now. I don't know what they did, but this launch—it's just so it's much more likable. It's the story. I, I beat story Meg shit. once, right? I'm like, yeah. all right, I beat Meg. I'm done with this part of it. I don't need to do this part again. You got to at least beat Hades. It's called Hades. But but why do I have to beat Meg every single time I play? Because I beat that boss. It's not going to just be Meg. You'll hey, see. Hey, hey, look, a run takes about an hour, and it's just one long level, and you haven't you haven't beaten it. No, I haven't. I beat Meg, and I got to the next area, and then I There's, died, started over, and I had to fight Meg again. There is literally no such thing as a checkpoint. The best thing you get are those uh, death defiance. Are those death defiances? Uh well, you uh, you do occasionally have um, places that heal you a little bit. Yeah, there's there's, 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 there's heals, but those aren't respawns. No. The only the only thing that counts like a continue is the death defines, and you get up to three charges of those eventually. See, here's the thing: if they took the combat's good, the the visuals are incredible. interesting. It's a little busy for my taste, but the visuals are at least interesting. Take all of that and, and drop it like in Torchlight or Diablo, and I would be sold, just completely sold. As it is now, I don't know if I'm gonna go back to it. You really should, just... and like I understand the need, the want to upgrade the mirror with the keys. Unlock the next weapon, because that's really that's really where your powers are going to come from. Like that that spear is has just a way better fucking move set than the than the sword. The sword only gets I really good. Like the sword. The sword only gets awesome with aspect of Arthur. Mm-mm. To me, I like anyway. aspect of Zacharias. I I didn't like you it move was, around it was, so much faster. Yeah, it was just okay. It's like I'm moving See, faster. That's okay. the thing that that it's it's such a roguelike that you're. I mean, I've only, I only, I made like five tries, right? And even I could tell that, hey, Dionysus is pretty good. I like damage over time. Damage over time is awesome. See, like I Athena. can't say and no Athena to Athena sucks. Um, was it Athena? No, it was, it was, um, it was, it's Aphrodite. Really Aphrodite's weakness? awesome. What? Aphrodite's weakness? awesome once you get Aphrodite's got the best ultimate. Oh, I was just talking about, the you know, main attack doing damage Like, you over can time just cancel like, Hades out of his, like, his most bullshit in-game attacks with that. Yeah, it's huge. Mwah. I never see it, so. 
Uh, no, and, and yeah, so what, what, what makes Hades, like, like, you complained in email that, you know, you're fighting the same guys over and over. You are. Yeah. But as you progress further into the game, you can basically change, you can opt to change their behavior to make the game more yeah. challenging. Not only that, you could say the exact same thing about Devil May Cry 3. Yeah, and I played through Devil May Cry 3. Actually, I never finished Devil May Cry 3. Yeah, and Devil May Cry, th- Cry 3 had save points. Like, it's a very it different did. beast. Yeah. This this is one long level that is different every time you play it. Because, let's say this time you, you select the sword because you haven't unlocked the other five weapons. I don't, uh, I don't even spots for them. I, 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 have, I have the bow, which I immediately turn my nose up at. I'm like, don't like that at all. And then the, there's like the a shieldish said. thing and the spear right there. Yeah, get the spear. I fucking love the spear. The spear is fantastic. It is. And and you've already fa- kind of fallen in love with the DOT of Dionysus, but uh, but man, have you fucking met Hades? Have you met Hades and what Hades shit will do on your attack? Have you met Athena? Well, I've talked to her. I'm not not as not as a fight. Have you got no no but like did you have her gear on your dodge? Have you tried her gear on your attack so that every time you swing your sword, you will fling an enemy's projectile right back in their face? Yeah, it's no, I, I did get I, she's one of the first ones I think you get. Because yes. on your first run, mm-hmm. there's very few choices. Yeah, oh, the reflect dodge is my f- super favorite. It's the thing is, I it's all I want. I don't want literally any other dodge, so I don't accept any other dodge in the uh, hopes the, that it's Poseidon dodge is pretty good, especially if you get like that wall slam bonus. Yeah, but the thing is, if if I go Poseidon, you need to like invest into Poseidon, and then Poseidon is amazing for all enemies in the game except the bosses, because he's all about slamming things well, into no, barriers. Well, no, then his ultimate makes slam. him invulnerable, and that's always nice. Yeah, but but no ult is better is as good as Athena's ult, as far as I'm concerned, because I'm invulnerable and I'm dealing my full DPS to you. Well, I've realized that what's the <laughs> Artemis and Arthur are very nice when put in the main attack. Artemis and anything. I fucking love Artemis. Just like, just I like, never plus, get her like, I think like 20 critical chance with this big ass broadsword just, just yes. ripping through people. Yes. <laughs> Artemis is, Artemis is sweet. And, and the way, and they've added so many new ways where, uh, if you like, you get a bunch of Dionysus boons and a bunch of Hades boons, uh, Dionysus and Hades will come to you together and say, hey man, check this out. And they'll give you like this legendary duo boon mm-hmm. that you only get when you have a bunch of both of their shit. It's, See? it's, and then what makes Hades special compared to any other roguelike where you just try and try again and die and die again is there is that, first of all, um, there's some rogue... dating sim stuff in there. No, not at all. There's it's, that, it's relationship building. There's that rogue. No, that's just narrative. I wouldn't call it relationship building. It's just narrative and it's great you narrative. You choose who to give the, um, ambrosia to. Is I'm, that I'm, what it is? I'm, I'm getting to that. But the first thing is it gives you the progression of rogue legacy. There is it there does. is steady progression every time you go in. As you come out, you've got shit to invest into yourself to make yourself stronger to make the next run easier. True, but Rogue Legacy had that built-in variety where every time you started, your character was slightly different, for better or for worse. So does this? Like literally every time as you play through the game, Zagreus will evolve in a different direction as the boons that are handed it, to you. The mirror is one giant loadout screen. Eventually, it, re- it really is to begin with, and then the way what sets this apart from all roguelikes. The brilliance of this narrative it's of really how good. it plays out and gets deeper and deeper across those repeated playthroughs. Um, and then when you finally get to the end, I don't really want to spoil it, but the end isn't just beating dad the first time. Um, that kind of gives you a hint as to what the truth of your world may be. You need to keep on going and doing it again and again and again. And to me, it's still fun and interesting to do that, even though I've put hundreds of hours into this game. I, I still fucking love it. Yeah, it's just it's just a nice 
perfect period at the end of a sentence, and it's just it's just a, it's a great way to spend forty five minutes. Yeah, and that's about well, as long as it takes. I, I'm glad you guys can enjoy a game in these dark, dark times of me not you having an Xbox pre-order. Just put some run. Okay, yeah, I can't. That's wait. all. Like, that's all I I'm thinking about right fucking, now. Is how pissed I off I am. I can't wait to fucking. Okay, um, God. First of all, just don't. Hades is fucking awesome. A once in a generation masterpiece. Well, um, I own it. It'll sit there for a long, long. Definitely time. the best game Supergiant has ever made. Absolutely uh, true. So yeah, I, I really like it. I really like that uh, last week we were rubbing Sony's nose in how poorly they handled their pre-order shit, and so the Sony console is the one you were able to pre-order. Yeah, and but you, here's the thing: because and you, the Xbox guy, could not get an Xbox. All this proves is that there is no good way to handle console pre-orders. <laughs> Either you do it by surprise, or you plan it, and everybody because okay, Microsoft announced a time and a part with retailers that said at this time in each you know location this is what it's going to be and it was divided up across time zones and all this nifty stuff and guess what everybody's service crashed you know what would have been a good way to do it i think look at the number of years on your gamer tag and allot them that way uh huh. no uh send a message to xbox live asking would you like to pre-order the next xbox mm. and i was then... not at home at the time but i did hear that when microsoft's online web store was crashing you could buy it on your xbox oh neat yeah, unfortunately, I was, you know, like most normal people, at work during the day. But so. but that's a way to do it. Like, here are, like, they could say we're going to use live PlayStation Network accounts that have an attach rate of at least 10. These are, these are, these are, these are things that are in use, and let's say they need to have trophy level of yes. 2. So these are actual accounts that are being used. Yes. And then they send a message to all those accounts. If an account responds and says, yes, I want to pre-order, then they begin allotting their units. For that mm-hmm. area, and then they give that individual a way to pre-order, and for their like, I'm, I'm, there's got to be a better way. And you're right, this is bad. And there's there's and no it way it that they scalpers. wouldn't sell all the units. Of course, they're going to sell everything. I mean, they're both Sony and Microsoft are going to sell every console they release this year. Yeah, but they don't want to merely sell it. They want to get it into the hands of someone who's going to buy games. I know. They, they need to bypass scalpers somehow. Oh, and, and they and were on eBay immediately. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. So what this means is I need to come to terms with playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey on a PS5. I'm just glad I got a Poor PC. Babe. So like all I need to do is get a PS5. I'm really glad that I'm not too interested in the whole PC architecture. Because even though this thing is a beast, like I fucking hate having to just like I, I had to replace the cable I used for my uh, my DualShock 4 for playing Hades the other day. Because hmm. the cable just crapped out. I yep. hate that shit. I hate that shit. The PlayStation 5 is so fucking convenient. I've gone through probably six games this week, and Alex, motherfucker. What? I I put the No Man's Sky disc in. Uh-oh. I haven't played it yet. I put it in like an hour ago. And How it's big really was the pretty. patch? <laughs> it, it was actually like 12 gigs, I think. <laughs> but it's done now. Like, it's updated. It's ready to go. But I'll check it out, because right now I do need something very mellow. It is so I, mellow, dude. I, I, I yeah, sent you the picture of like the bioluminescent forest that just sort of like shimmers. That's and there's like this it. like fungus wheatgrass that just like has like a like a long like wavy solar farm shimmer to it. It's just beautiful, beautiful and chill and awesome. Alex has been sending Chamberlain and I screenshots of No Man's yeah, Sky yeah, they, Origins, and they are very pretty. Called. They are they are they are pretty pretty. But what really put me over the top was I looked at No Man's Sky on the PlayStation Network, and the trailer that started playing had the intro of like every world, every blade of grass, everything procedural, and I'm like, oh, this is that trailer from like 2015, and then all the content was from Origins. I could tell, 
And, um, it just made it, it did look as good as that first trailer. And you know that, did you ever see the, um, the, uh, that like space station that exists outside of time? Mm. It sort of follows you around? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Well, there was like a little like thing and you talk to these guys in there and they'd be like sort of like your main quest givers. But now it's like a giant like Tron-esque uh, MMO kind of city That's awesome. inside that space station. Like, they've added no, a shit I'll, I'll, ton of I'll, shit. I'll check it out. Uh, okay. I have to get a second Pepsi for some reason. I'll be right back. That caffeine is necessary. It is. It it's is. been 60, maybe even 70 minutes since the last cigarette. Of all of my vices... The one I am so glad I never picked up was smoking. Uh, that's very wise and prudent. And, and it's, it's not it's even a health reason. Nowadays. It's just the money. Oh yeah, no the the money is the money is why I'm quitting. Yeah. Because I just I just want to have that extra money around to put into the house, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, give me a second. We're grabbing so good. Talk amongst yourselves. Quick, quick, quick! Uh, talk about Chance while he's gone. What I'll give say? I'll give you a topic. Chance is incredibly good looking and yet single. Discuss. Plump. Well, we've lips. got no proof. We have no proof. Yes, Chance has managed to, he will not to hide he will not his visage yeah. from both of us for years. Oh, he has described himself as a David Boreanaz by way of Seth Rogen with plump kissable lips. Yes, and and but that that is meaningful, and yet never so much of a. I felt like I got a pretty clear image from that. I, I understand, about? but it's not the same thing as just turning your phone around and taking a picture. Mm. What are we talking about? The fact that we don't know what you actually look like oh. aside from your vague description. Your gorgeous oh. punum. Well, that's uh, something okay. you've done on purpose. You've intentionally no, I've, I've actually, concealed yourself. Yeah, I've been t- I've been told I'm pretty good looking. I I don't feel I take a very good picture. I, I did <laughs> just, I did just find aim down at your face. Don't aim up. I did find oh, some reasonable oh success in acting. And in fact, I did send a selfie once via my Twitter. It might have been my old Twitter to Atlas of me standing there holding a copy of um, Odin Sphere. Because no. it was just because they did something on social media, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I got a copy of Odin Sphere for PS2." It was just something with the Leaf for Zero re-release, I think. So there is a picture of me up on the internet, but frankly, the Toshiro Mifun is not a bad likeness either, particularly right now. I, <laughs> I do have a beard scruff going on, and my hair is past is wow. It is you down. Got the COVID to the, cut. I can yeah. pull it down past the tip of my nose to the top of my upper lip. That's yeah. I had a pretty nasty uh, uh, mullet. I had to do something about that. Oh, I would never do mullet. Oh, I just look, I just look like a wild child. It just, it just <laughs> naturally occurs. It's still no reason I really get a haircut. Otherwise, I might be able to pull it off. I watched The Nightingale the other day, and uh, one of the leads is an Aborigine man who's I just I I've had so much affection for him through the entire movie, and I don't want to say it's just because her hair is kind of doing the same thing. Ah. <laughs> it was really lovely, man. You've seen me. My hair is very short. It is. It, it needs to be that way now. I, I used to, I, as a tradition, I would just buzz it every couple of weeks and just keep that's it at I, a yeah. half an I gotta, inch long. Like every month or two, I go in and I'm like, number three and number four. Just yeah. Do it. Just because I, I refuse to fuck with it for too long before I leave the house. Mm-hmm. And so any length well, was good, unacceptable. Yeah. Now I don't fuck with it ever. I look like a lunatic, but I never <laughs> leave the house, so it doesn't matter. So you are a lunatic. <laughs> I think so, but I think I have several good excuses. Well, I... <laughs> so you want to do all your movies on your list first? We talk about video games first. Let's talk, about, let's, talk about, let's talk about movies, man. You okay, a lot so of movies on your list. so yeah, when I said last week that the Babysitter is going to get a sequel soon, that sequel was already out. Uh, and that. yeah, and I had no idea when I watched. Remember when I was talking about uh, Ready or Not? That movie yeah. about okay, so yeah, that the movie about the the bride who is hunted by a rich family on her wedding night. Yeah, um, uh, Samara Weaving, 
uh, Hugo Weaving's niece, it turns out. Samara Weaving hmm. was the babysitter in The Babysitter. Huh. Yes. The more I see of her, the more I like this woman. Um, so I'm basically getting to the point where I'm looking, uh, like, I will give something a second look because she's in it. There's another movie on Shudder about, like, an office building where everyone goes crazy with a virus that makes you want to oh, kill each yeah, other. Oh, yeah. With, um, yeah, uh, what's his it, name from Walking Dead? Yes, and and she's and she's the other lead in it, and I'm like, yeah. okay, Spur Weaving's in it. I'll check it out. So the Babysitter Two is out, and the Babysitter One was I don't want to say like the Transformers movies of horror, <laughs> it, but it, but it was it was shot and it played with a very youthful vigor and sensibility, mm-hmm. like it really had a forward energy and it was really ha- enjoying itself. Um, the Babysitter Two. It's kind of doing the just the exact fucking same thing again, except it's a little stupider. Ah. The plot feels a bit more contrived, and it's really conscious of the fact. You are that describing we, a horror sequel, though. Yeah, it's That's really true. conscious of the fact that we're just here to watch people die in horrible ways, but all the people who die are the bad guys. It's what? yeah, it's kind of a Tucker and Dale situation. But the way they die, the way some of them die, is just like really like oh god, I don't need to see this. Like it's just cartoony over the top splatter. And, but it's really targeted. Like a Sam Raimi joint. Uh, yes, but targeted at a teen audience. Like Scream almost. It's got that kind of, um, feel to it. Huh. Yeah. It's having that much fun. It wants to be having that much fun. One that keeps popping up on Shudder, if you have Shudder, you'll always see the icon for the shed. And the reason you'll see an icon for the shed is because Shudder went out and paid for it. Mm. That was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who is that? Who is that little mouse face actor? Um, mouse face actor. Yeah, he, he's he's got a dark hair. Sean he, Penn. No, he usually plays like a New York guy. You, I, I want to say Opportunity Knox. Uh, oh God, hang on, I'm gonna look him up. And it doesn't matter. You Steve barely, Buscemi. I don't you, know. You barely see him, but he is the vampire in this guy's shed. And mm-hmm. as the movie begins, he's out hunting. He thinks someone's something is killing his sheep. And he's running from something horrible, and it turns out it's a vampire. The vampire bites him, and then the sun comes up, and the vampire explodes into dust. And he very quickly realizes that his skin is burning. What the fuck am I going to do? He runs into this shed. It's this kid's shed. This kid is having a hard life. Everything about this kid's life is hard. And the kid very quickly understands that there is something bad in the shed. It killed his dog. And his grandpa went in to investigate, insisted that the kid's lying. Grandpa never came out. So, so, but everything about it, the writing is just kind of like, this is like the first draft of someone's uh, final for uh, like oh, drama school. It's a student Ew. project. It okay. kind of feels that way. Like everything about it feels not quite tight, not quite smart, not quite cool. And it felt like that way the entire way up to the like end. Pro- it was- some like producer's son senior project. Um... A little better than that. Like, okay. it was reason to believe that this could have been good, but no, it didn't stick anything. It didn't stick any aspect of itself. Um, in the, like the, the, the slash, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a very good, you know, gross horror movie. It wasn't, uh, cool gore in it at all. It wasn't the, the, the monster effects weren't cool at all. Um, and yeah, it was just meh. It was very meh. And it was so meh, I don't understand why they're pushing it so hard. Like, they want everyone to watch The Shed, and The Shed is, Fucking mediocre compared to the babysitter. <laughs> okay. Alex. Hmm. Have you ever seen uh, I Spit on Your Grave? I am aware of it. Uh, I am in the exact same boat. Yeah. I have not seen the original I Spit on Your Grave. I have not seen the remake. I have not seen the remake sequel. I don't want to. 
In the same way, I don't want to see fucking Hostel. There's just some yep. shit, like, I've seen Hostel once, I'll never see it again. There's some shit I just don't need to see it's and don't cruel, want to. for cruelty's sake, and I not, don't really get anything out of it. Not just that, but from what I hear about us, I spare your grave, it, it fetishizes violence against women. Yeah. It's almost the point of it. And then it tries to redeem itself by saying, but she gets him back, and now the point of the movie yeah. is this 40-minute scene as we, you know, as we torture a woman. So when I saw the image of revenge... On, on, um. Oh, I know this movie. Yeah, on Shudder. Uh, I was like, oh, um, like that, that's an interesting thing. But then I looked at the write up, and the write up basically says it's one of those movies. Ugh. And I'm like, ugh, I'm not watching that. And then I, and then a couple days later, I saw a trailer for a movie, and I'm like, wow, this looks pretty good. Like, just beautifully shot, and like, it looks really exciting. And then it gets to the end, and it's like, oh, it's that revenge movie. I'm like, okay, I'll look this up. So it's got a 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. Yeah. And apparently it takes all the, it like, it takes all the trappings of that genre and just kind of gives them a feminist twist and it is never less than visceral and exhilarating. And I'm like, well, this sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's watch it. And so again, one of the core tenets of this type of film, and this is one of those types of films where what occurs in the beginning of the movie is a woman is raped and left for dead. What occurs in the final three quarters of the movie is that woman hunts down the men who did it and kills them. Yeah. And that first quarter is excruciating. It's not excruciating because you're watching all this awful stuff. It's excruciating because you sense her unease in this situation. Um, which should, and it, it should have been a very nice time. She was just coming out here to this house in the desert with her boyfriend for the weekend and they're having sexy times. He's really good looking. He's obviously rich. This is so cool. And then, oh my God, who are these two guys in hunting gear? Oh, these are, oh, these are just my buddies. Don't worry. They're cool. They were supposed to show up tomorrow. Don't worry about it. So, you know, they just hang out. They get drunk. She does a little sexy dance for the guys. Like, yeah. And they wake up the next morning and her boyfriend is gone and the two hunters are still there. And the one, yeah, the hunter who was kind of creeping on her last night, um, is really kind of putting the moves on her. And she's like, so when did you say my boyfriend will be back? He's like, he's gone for a while. And he's, she's like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go pack my stuff. And he follows her into the bedroom and he just pushes on her and pushes and keeps on creeping on her until he begins to rape her. And I was like, you're, you know, it's coming. You yeah. know it's coming because like, you read the you fucking thing. You can see thing. it coming so far away. Yes, and and that tension was almost worse than the event because when the event is... Sh- the way the event is shot, it's shot beautifully and you don't see anything. What you see is her hand on the glass and you see the glass shot from outside and every now and then the glass will shudder with impact. So what you're mm. seeing is the reflection of a world like vibrating with horror and not like it was brilliant. It was amazing. And then, and then of course she has a very normal reaction to this. She uh, just basically curls up in a ball, goes to sleep for 10 hours. Her boyfriend shows up. She's like, I need to get out of here now. We need to go now. Call the helicopter right now. He's like, don't worry about it. They will be gone in the morning. She's like, I'm not spending another night in the house. Get us out of here now. Or I am telling your wife. Uh and he goes, okay, now you just need to try to be reasonable about this. So she runs off into the night. They chase her down. He pretends to call the chopper. And then he pushes her off a cliff. Ah. So she... And she doesn't die. And now, of course she doesn't... She, of, course, yeah, of, course, of course she doesn't die. But it's an amazing scene where she wakes up. She's impaled on the top of a dead tree. Ooh, goody. She gets a lighter and puts some uh, dry moss at the base of the tree and burns the tree beneath her 
to break it and get off of it. Then she rises from those ashes as a literal phoenix. Oh, like, I, no, again, this movie is lovely. Like, it's okay. really kind of cool. It's sounding a little like... Really? It's not, it's not, like, it's not kind of played that way. It's played, it, it's, it doesn't look that way literally. You gotta think about it. Like, I had to think about it to go, oh shit, because later in the movie, the, the phoenix symbol comes up again. And remember last week, I was talking about Bloodshot and how I want to see action sequences that are as intricate and beautiful as a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yes, planned out. Enter Revenge. <laughs> this is the satisfying action I have been waiting for. It was unbelievable. Um, and she is, our car- our heroine is not an experienced warrior at all. All she has is her desire to live. And it is pronounced. And uh, her her inexperience leads her into a bunch of situations where she makes a tactically wrong choice. And those moments are like huge tension and then when she learns from it and turns the situation on its head uh, it is a huge emotional swing in the opposite direction this movie nails it and it does it through gorgeous landscapes gorgeous shots the violence is never really gratuitous it's always just shot beautifully to to suggest and show what occurred but uh, it will do like that children of men thing where there is like a two minute long take during a chase. Like, it's incredible. Yeah, I do love that, that Van Assault scene a lot. It's, it's fucking, yeah, that, yeah, that's the one I always think of too. Yeah. But yeah, revenge is, uh, not what I expected. Uh, it is, it is a feminist twist on a anti-female genre. And it was one of the best thriller action movies I've seen in years. Fucking hmm. amazing. All right. All right. I don't want to go too deep into others. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night is not a horror movie. It's, Kind of like a, it's kind of like a French romance where everyone looks at each other soulfully for a long time. And it was crazy to me that the cool Iranian dude in the Iranian vampire movie basically just looks like a greaser dude from the sixties. Like he was just like, he had like that kind of slick hair and the white t-shirt and the jeans. They are appropriating our culture, just our culture from a while ago. Yeah, that kind of look. And the Nightingale was this next movie from the woman who directed the Babadook. But oh, the, oh, oh, yes, but the Nightingale is not a horror movie. Again, this oh. is a revenge thriller, but it takes place in 1825 Tasmania when Tasmania was run by England. Huh. Uh, the heroine is an Irish convict. So what did the English do? They shipped convicts off to Tasmania and, uh, and Australia. So she has, she had a sentence. Her sentence was up almost six months ago. She has a free husband and a child with her husband. She just wants the commander to sign her paper saying she served his time. And he's not really into that. He'd rather rape her again. Okay, good. Yeah. So then, uh, just because the guy's an extra dick, I don't remember what happens or why it ends up happening. Uh, he goes to her house um, to rub it in her husband's face that he's been with a wife or something. And so the husband, of course, reacts as any of us would, I think. Appropriately, yes. Yeah, and uh, is killed. Oh. And she begins screaming and they begin going to work on her and her baby begins screaming. And man, it's not cool. Mm. It's a bad time all around. And she wakes up the next morning to find out that the commander and the two men have already left camp. And they've gone all the way up north. The commander expects there to be a promotion up there for him. So she marches away to where the, where the aboriginals camp. And, uh, she finds, uh, she finds one of them, the one who refused to work for, <laughs> for the soldiers to guide them up north. And hires him to guide them to the soldiers. She lies to him, says my husband's with him or some shit. Mm. Along the way, the guy figures out that's not what they're up to. 
Um, but so it's, it is, you could argue the same genre as revenge. It's not that at all. It felt like, it felt like a historical epic. It felt so human and heartfelt and actually at the end, like a really beautiful story about innocence and love and <sighs> peace. It was really nice. Yeah. The Nightingale was amazing. It's not the Babadook at all. No, it's not the Babadook <laughs> at all. But it was so good, I resolved to watch the Babadook when I'm actually in the mood for a horror movie. And again... That's a good one. Very um, few of the things I've listed here have actually been horror movies. True. Mm. That is a true horror movie. It's just... It's just the, the, the kid in this in that movie is just... Oh, you it's, watched... It's a hard performance <coughs> to explain. You just gotta see it. It's also... Like, there's zero good, <coughs> which I nope. appreciate. It's just all emotional trauma. Yep. We're talking about yep. the Babadook? Babadook. Yes. Oh, okay. I love the twist ending in that movie, too. Chance, have you seen it? No, not yet. It's a nice Twilight it. Zone no. ending. Yes. Anyway. Not yet, but I intend to. Oh, well, you should. I okay. saw Succession. Succession. On HBO. Okay. That is, quote, unquote, not about the Murdochs. Wink, wink, wink. It's totally not them legally. Okay. But it's totally just about the Murdochs. Okay. Uh, produced by Adam McKay and Will Ferrell, how many but not seasons written by them. Will Ferrell? Yep. Okay, how many seasons? Uh, I think they got two right now. They just won a couple of Emmys. Uh, Brian Cox, the villain from the second X-Men, I think, he's basically playing Rupert Murdoch, and he has a stroke, and his stroke acting is insane. Worth watching the show for that alone, but it's just mostly about just... It gives these insanely rich people enough humanity to where, like, their story is compelling enough, but never likable or just human enough where like, you never just stop hoping they all die miserably. <laughs> it's crazy how like from scene to scene you think the person you're watching, oh, this is the worst person on the show because X or this is the worst person on the show because Y and like they just keep still remaining surprisingly human characters that just do horrible things to each other and the people around them and it's oh. it's, it's it's way better than I expected. Is it, having, I it. Is, is it like a heavy watch or is it like a kind of a fun it's watch? Just, it's a really, really, really black comedy. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But it's dry. Like, it, it, you close yeah. your eyes and you're, you kind of, you hear the West Wing or like, uh, uh, whoever made the West Wing, um, Aaron Sorkin. Like an Aaron Sorkin type deal. But like, when you watch it, you're like, this is, hmm. The thing is, this so is much just of like what children's tree. This is kind right of like, now. um. So much of what dominates the news more right now is a family like that. You know? What? True. So much of what dominates the news right now is a family like that, and I don't want to dwell on that any more than I feel. It's not actually kind of cathartic. To... Really? The people that are running the show are just as, you know, petty and terrible as you, you feared. <laughs> it, it helps, it gives a lot of context to a lot of bullshit, I guess I could cool. say. They are just. You know, se incredibly selfish, terrible people. Human beings with wants and needs, but fuck them. Seriously, you guys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, in happier news, mm. Harley Quinn has been re renewed for a Yay! season three on HBO. That's fucking awesome. HBO that's, that's good to know. Yeah, that's a good is. show. All right, so video games. Video games. Right. So, I actually finished Minoria. Ooh. And got what is undoubtedly the bad ending. Okay. And did not feel compelled to look up how to get the good ending. Yeah. Uh, at the end, the last, say, quarter of it, you do finally get some more mobility options. You get uh, an air dash and an uh, interesting double jump. In the where... last quarter. Yeah. Okay. The double jump comes in really late. 
And it just it is never it never has the charm of Momodora. It never has the variety of other Metroidvanias. It's just this is like a third tier Metroidvania. It's like a six out of ten. Brutal. Yeah, and, and, and it's a it's an absolute. It felt like shame. a five when I played from that how I many so that to get the i don't know how to get the good ending but i'm assuming that it has to do with how you kill the bosses did you actually get to the first witch boss i did i don't know if it was a witch boss i did kill a boss did you notice that it stopped fighting before it necessarily died oh no that wasn't that wasn't a witch boss you just got to the giant thing right that you had to fight i think so okay yeah the actual witches when you fight them will right in the last little bit of their health bar will stop fighting Mm-hmm. And start talking, and I'm betting you have to let them like to live or wait out that part to do something to get the good ending. Because I just kept wailing on them and killed them. Hmm. So there's probably something with that. But I, even if I wanted to go back and try to find how to get the good ending, it auto saves after you finish it. So guess you, what? You're stuck in the completed world now, and you just want to find anything else that you. You missed. were never curious enough about about what they were going to say to stop killing any of no, them. No, I didn't. I mean, are, okay, like like all three of them. There really aren't that many that you fight. Well, no, but any of them, like I don't know. I was just like, he's going to jump up and attack me again. I got him down this far. Finish him off. Right. <laughs> so that was a yeah, mediocre. You uh, are no I'm, sister of faith. No, apparently not. <laughs> Neither <laughs> is she with that that dress she's wearing. Well, um, I'm going through. I'm, I'm going through the PC Game Pass now, okay. picking up things that I haven't played before. Right. And I went through Mother Russia Bleeds. It's an old brawler. Um, I, I remember think about that. Two years old. Gross. Brutal pixel art. Yeah, Just I wasn't brutal. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, every I every brawler has its catch. This one is, is that you have a drug that you can actually extract from enemies. If you beat somebody, they start twitching. That means they have the drug in their system, and you jab a needle into them and pull them out. And that drug can either be used to heal you. Or to grant you extra attack power. Yeah. So that's an interesting little balance thing in there. But the, it's hard I mean, as shit, man. It, it is. It's hard as shit. I did finish it. I got Ooh. to the last guy, and it, it, it pulled this weird, like, left turn at the end where suddenly you're in your own head fighting against the drug or something really uh, weird. And, and it was an interesting-looking final boss. It's this, like, three-tier boss. Yeah, you have to beat all three of them in a row. It's just... It took me like an hour to the last boss, but I did. I did finish it. It's not. It's not as good as that Streets of Rage four at no. all. It's. It's okay. You know. It, it. Its hook is that the combat is just brutal. Like you'll you'll, you'll sit is. on a guy and just pound him on the ground, and then if you hold in the attack button, you raise your two fists above your head and slam him and just crush their skull and brains go flying over the place. It's. It's brutal and dirty and kind of grimy and and, and the and, thing is I enjoyed that aspect of it like I love I, I I will love that kind of lurid shit in a game yeah. but it was so it just wasn't as fun to play as Streets of Rage oh no not it even didn't close. it didn't feel as cool to play and that was it no. did anyone play Scott Pilgrim is that out yeah yet? Uh, no not out yet hmm. um yeah that's it's, it, like it's been announced I don't think it has like it's got like a window this I think it's like this winter or this holiday yeah. season but that's all we yeah. got. Then we already talked about my experiment with Hades, so we don't need to go back to that. Ah, uh, Hades, you sweet plum. And finally... I'm going to call it Palm Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Gris. Oh. Chance, I remember you mentioned Gris, and, yeah. and you made that noise when you talked about it, and then I emailed yeah. you about it, and, and, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. is it possible for a game to be visually, visually pretentious? pretentious? I was getting that. That yeah. is a per- and I said that is a perfect fucking way. It's, Gris is all about 
look what we can do art-wise. It may not be good, but have you? This is so wacky. Isn't, it's way isn't, out there. Isn't look it at this. Fucking interesting and symbolic. No, can't what are you, you talking about? Can't I you mean, tell like, that this is somehow about depression? <laughs> like, I, I, oh I have to look God. at the developers because they are either, they are either Canadian or French. I'm not sure. Ha- it has uh, to be that level of arrogance. Okay, I don't think French. Maybe. Come on, come on. Okay, I agree with hold the on, French. Hold on. I agree with the French part. And if they're Canadian, they are French Canadian. I'll agree with that part. All right, hold on. We're going to look this up. Gris. There's no Canada. French Canada. Canada. I'm sure you'll understand. And the land. And the other Canada. Is a bullshit Canada. If you lived there for a day, you'd understand. Gris. Oh. Wikipedia. Oh, you know what? Completely wrong. What? Spanish. Ah. You know, it's still. Spanish, no, it's still one of the romantic languages. I think it I counts. It is. True. True. I got like different contexts for female and male and shit. Yeah, I, yeah, it's. I don't know. It, it's okay. Nominated it insists not okay. upon itself. It, it does. It insists upon itself. Okay, it, it was nominated for a whole bunch of crap. Say what? Character animation in the video game won the forty six Annie Awards, whatever those are. Nominated for Outstanding Achievement in Animation, Art, art Direction, and mm-hmm. Dice Awards, mm-hmm. South by Southwest, Excellence in Art, Visual Achievement, and Musical Score. What the hell, people? Yeah. This well, game is jacking itself off with his left hand. Not, every, mean, is- not every game can be Hollow Knight. And uh, for indies, like if you can just accomplish visuals that look that good, I mean, I guess that is an accomplishment. But for, you know, I go to games looking for fun, and it wasn't there. It also okay game at the at the game awards last year it got games for impact whatever that mm-hmm. means well again because it's talking about mental health <sighs> is it though uh-huh. it's bringing you know, the colors back you know to the waves world. hand symbolically oh well okay but if we're gonna talk about mental health then what was that platformer like last year that was awesome uh, um, Celeste. Celeste, yeah. Let's talk, Celeste is like a, a million percent better game than this. Agreed, and I Celeste would, is like I find fun to beautiful. play. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to... In a pixely art kind of way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have been just tossing and turning back and forth from game to game. I yeah, a little played, bit me too. I played Hades. I played a little bit of Nier Automata for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, I why. And I don't even remember what I... There was something else I was playing before Nier that I uninstalled. Today, 13 Sentinels just Rim showed up. Oh, I actually had that here too. Gamefly shipped it. It's sitting on my desk here, waiting to be played. Well, I look because you will probably play through it, and you will probably beat it, and I don't think that I will. Okay. I I put about an hour into it today. I played the first, I would say, two chapters of the prologue. Um, I I was just able to go into the second part. Um, I played through like two characters' days, and immediately the story is interesting. Um. That aspect of it is infinitely more interesting to me than the combat. The combat to me is fucking terrible. <laughs> Isn't that weird kind of grid-based thing? It's not even that. It's, it's, uh, there are symbols. There's a symbol showing you, you, and you're in a mech, you're told. And all <laughs> these glowing symbols over here are supposed to be kaiju, apparently. And you, you have to uh, use an analog stick to get a cursor onto your mech and then select it and then say attack and then everything freezes. And then you can, you know, you can launch a missile barrage that will do damage in a wide area and shit like that. So you don't actually see the combat. If you see something, it's like, okay, do it now. And then there's an image of a giant mech standing there. 
And you know that's your mech that just did a thing, but you don't see what anything happened. But the story aspect, as these characters walk around during the day and talk to each other, hmm. oh my god, it's so good looking. The story is immediately, you're immediately curious about so much about the story, and it immediately gives you more and more things to be curious about. Um, <laughs> not only that, but in terms of just aesthetic good lookingness, wow. See, this is either I, going to grab me and not let me go, or I will bounce off of it in 15 minutes. I feel like is I it as obnoxiously off? horny as their previous efforts? Um, I'm going to say not quite as horny. Okay, yeah, it's, it's definitely not as horny, but there's already shit where I'm like, what the fuck? Because the first thing that happens is this girl is walking along, and she's like, okay, now I've figured out what's going on, and I'm not going to sit on the sidelines anymore. I've decided to fight. And she raises her skirt a little bit, so you see her upper thigh. Good. Yeah, and there's a blue glow there, and she brushes her hand across it, and the word start appears and glows. Then uh, there's a giant explosion behind her, and a 600-foot mech appears. She, The blue light at her thigh envelops her entire body in a blue sphere. That blue sphere shoots into the sky, descends into the eye of the mech. Then there's a shot of her. Kind of, you kind of see her back, and she's looking over her shoulder at the camera. She's inside the mech. She goes, "What? Why am I naked?" Oh, good. Oh, and then, and then, so like, there's other guys in mechs, and those guys are naked too. But of course, they're they don't have boobs, so you see their chests or whatever. And so that's because you don't want to be creepy about it. Yeah, and just kind of, and it's just kind of passed over, and we move on to it. And then there's, and then a nurse shows up, and the nurse is like stacked. And it looks like it. <laughs> but the nurse is clearly drugging the character you're playing as to suppress something that no one will tell you about. And you're having crazy dreams. And it turns out the girl that was in your dream is also in your class. And she is also having crazy dreams. We don't know what's going on. And then someone bumps into you. And your best friend uh, says that you'll forget all about this and then ox you out. The story is fucking crazy. I want to know what's going on. That's in the I first do. two hours all this happened. No, no. This is in like the first half hour. Oh, jeez. It's fucking insane. It's, the story is fucking insane. But then at the end of each day of this kid's, of the, the stories as you go through them, you have to do another little bit of this horrible combat. Horrible. And I hate the combat with a burning passion at the moment. Maybe I'll get turned on to it at some point if I keep going back to it. It sounds like there's nothing to do in the combat. It sounds very just like, okay, here we go. Yes, very here much. Yeah, and, and, and you worry that you won't be able to pull it off and it might be a hindrance to enjoying more of that story. Cause mm. the visuals of it are, if it's not 4K, I don't, it looks like it. It's fucking astoundingly good looking. Your pro is probably upscaling it, I would imagine. I don't know still. if it's the pro or the TV. It does say it's enhanced for pro. I don't know what that means. But it's, it's, oh, it's so gorgeous. But I, I stopped playing it and played a few more rounds of Hades and beat that a couple more times in Hades. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm on like a five run streak now. Yeah, like once you, once you kind of like get into the zone, like are you sticking to one weapon or are you switching every time? Um, I'm bouncing around just trying to get as much blood as I can. Mm hmm. I was sitting on 48 blood last night. Okay, so wait, how do you, I need to like get Sisyphus Pardon. How the fuck do we do that? Um, Have you done that? Yeah, but I had to go to a walkthrough, and not only that, but the the conditions for doing it changed in a patch. And uh, I did it, yeah, I did it before that patch, but it got easier after the patch. Hmm. 
Yeah, so just look it up in a wiki or something, man. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, I've gotten everything done. Like, I've gotten Eurydice and what's-his-name back together. How did you do that? I don't remember. <laughs> you just play, <laughs> you just keep playing through it. You play through it again and again and again and again and again. But it keeps not happening. Ah. Keep talking to everyone. No, I've, I eventually talked to enough people that someone just had the answer and then it was done. I don't remember what it was. It was probably mm. high. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Um, 13 Sentinels is, is sitting at an 86 at Metacritic right now. Uh, it's because of the narrative. Everyone says that this is a mind-blowing sci-fi uh, Not just like a decent narrative, but like performance is worth listening to. Yes, actually, the voice work is very good. Very, very good. good. And, you know, the, the longtime mu- narrator is playing like six fucking people doing a great job. Yeah, the, the yeah. music is... He's Skelly, yeah. he's once, Hades, once, he's the narrator. He's, oh, oh, I was fucking. talking about oh, 13 Sentinels. So again. was I, actually. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what well, 80s is it sitting at at uh, in, in, in medical. Probably 90. Right now. Let's, let's, wow, I just put in Hades, and there's a lot of games that are called Hades. Hades for Let's PC, 92. Called it. Mm-hmm. All right. Hades for Switch, 90. Yeah, it's amazing, man. It's an all-time so great. Did you buy it for Switch? Yeah. And how does it work on those Joy-Cons? Beautifully, actually. Really? It, it, runs, it runs absolutely perfectly. It's really nice. I, I bought it on Switch too, and I was playing on the Pro Controller, and the Pro Controller was fine. Yeah. Control wise, it was fine. I have no complaints about the controls. The thing is, is I'm used to playing it in 1080p on my PC, and I just don't want to give up an ounce of that detail because it is gorgeous. I, see, I have a feeling that this could run at a much higher resolution. Yeah, I want to play it in 4K on my on my PS4. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think I could play it in 4K on my PC. I just don't. I just never set my PC to 4K. Uh, so, Alex, what else have you played? Um, besides Hades, I've also, you know, just checking in with No Man's Sky. It's always a better looking game every six months. They just, uh, they just keep chipping away at it. Proud of them. Love what they're doing. Keeps getting prettier. Like, yeah, I talk about, like, this, 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 um, I found a paradise planet. This is covered in, like, these bioluminescent, like, mushroom trees that, like, just shimmer at night. And I fucking, is it, it's, is it actually described as a paradise planet in game? Yeah, it's called a paradise planet. Wicked. Yeah, no, like, 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 most of the, like, the planet names, like, really dry, like, radioactive planet, you know, uh, like, airless planet, uh, was it shattered planet, it has a bunch of weird, like, acid alien monoliths on it, and every once in a while it'll get poetic, it'll be like, um, was it obsidian bead planet, or just obsidian oh, yeah. bead, or paradise, or just, like, cryptic stuff, where like, you have to land on that shit, and that never gets old, it's just fun hopping back and forth, landing, Mining, getting some shit. I, get, I found a broken ship that's better than my other ship. Oh, wow. But fixing it's gonna like take me like at least an hour of just like finding like materials and shit, but not in, like a boring way. Some materials I'm gonna have to like cut down trees for. Some materials I'm gonna have to trade for. Now, as you're it's doing this, a is there secret. a chance that another player could show up and you link that ship? Yeah. Fuck. And like it's just it's it's not a quest. It's just something that I know how to do mm-hmm. that becomes like this thing. Yeah, I'm making my own fun with it. I've never done that with a game, and I love the shit out of that. Star Renegades, still pretty good. Still kind of really bad at it, but still having fun playing it. Have, have you gotten to the second uh, Goliath nope. yet? Oh, okay. But it's still really fun. The second Goliath is a huge purple and black mecha cat. No, no it's fucking wicked. It no, like, I love the design of pretty much everything. Oh. Yeah, I do miss it. I stopped playing it because of the fuck-up with my controller. Oh, no. Nah. Well, no, I fixed that, so... And also, um, what was it? Uh, Risk of Rain Two still holding up, still damn good since they launched it. Now, is that? Do you think you play it with co-op or you single player? A single player. Hmm. Yeah. Love it. 
like if you get into Risk and Rain Two, like that runs kind of t- like it take like an hour or an hour and a half as long as you want. You can just keep when you get to the last level, just like flip the uh, teleport and like just start over again. But like everything's harder, and eventually you're like fighting like two like giant electric lava snakes at once. <laughs> no, I think I think I'm definitely gonna check out No Man's Sky because I have some kind of thirst for. Uh, Mellow space, space, just space travel shit. Space travel right now because this week one of the other things I downloaded and played was Rogue Galaxy. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of more like turn-based, like tactical. Not even no, a no, little no, bit. No, it's it's, it's a, on a two D plane, mm-hmm. kind of a right, like it's a space, space sim. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're you're like a space trucker, and you're like riding along to some like down 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 down. Yeah, you're riding along to some cool fucking uh, dark blues. And it, but you, but the problem with it was you fly along in a 2D plane. So that same company made a game called, so I was playing Rebel Galaxy and I started a brand new save and I was just kind of tooling around and I remembered how long it was going to take me to even approach where I was last time. And I was, I, I sunk a lot of hours into it and it was, a, it was a long game. Yeah. And then just cracked like the whole next solar system and saw how much money I was going to need just to get the next good ship. And I was like, oh, God. And I just walked the first time I played it. <laughs> and so I just kind of started getting my ship to good and remembered how long it was going to take and how much shit I was going to have to run in order to get a decent ship again. I was like... <sighs> so then I looked up, Rebel Galaxy got a sequel called Outlaw. And Outlaw looks like you're flying from the cockpit and you have full 3D control. Interesting. So not on a 2D plane anymore. Yes, I've heard it, very mixed things about it. That, yeah, that's the thing. But uh, Rebel Galaxy also got very mixed reviews. Yeah. So I, so you know, and I quite enjoyed what I played the first time in Rebel Galaxy. It's only forty bucks for Outlaw, but again, trying to save money, just like committed a grand to a PS5. So started a second playthrough, or started another playthrough of Hollow Knight instead. Ah, uh, I gotta go back. It's so good. It's still so, so good. It's still so good. The only, the end, I, instead of just like listing all the ways it's amazing, I'll say the only thing that I'm kind of uh, disappointed in is it's just so endlessly bleak. Yes. And I, I need something, and I, it's, it's often cute and sweet and funny even. It is. But so somber and sad. Yes, often that, especially the beautiful, beautiful soundtrack, which I'm finally listening to this. this Isn't it just the best? I'm blown away by it, frankly. Um, I'd never really listened to it. It's amazing. Like, how great is just the Green Path? Yeah, specifically. (laughs) Yeah, it it, it, it starts so slow and then builds to this, like, fun-ass crescendo and then back again. And And there's there's so many examples like it in in that OSC. City of Tears. It makes me, yeah, City of Tears makes me want to go. Get crescendoing in that boss battle. It makes you want to go buy the OST. Oh, I've never, it's never left my thing. That was one of the reasons why it was my number one game. Yeah, like, it's really, really, really good. Oh, fuck, the boss fights, just in general. Yes. The music, the music, and then, like, the Grim fight, specifically. I like I'm I'm at the point where I'm I'm about to consider heading into Deep Nest or whatever it's called because like I've got the you know I've got the wings I've yeah, got fighting the, on those earwigs I've got the the shade cloak but I don't really want to I don't want to deal with that shit right now yeah. <laughs> so so I'll I'll, I'll check <laughs> out no it's right. a oppressively dark part of the game that I don't mm-hmm. enjoy playing as much because mm-hmm. like and like the half is, the platform like half your platforms just crumble into like like that pit of spikes just like fuck yeah. And I'm very familiar with it. I've done Dark Nest repeatedly, and I've done Dark Nest way earlier in the game than I should have. Like, I've done that shit You in the never past. know it quite as well as you remember. Um, actually, I haven't I, quite memorized well, it. Well, it, it's been a long time, but I knew it very well. 
Like I, the fact the the last time I did it, I really beat the shit out of Dark Nest. It was kind of amazing, but that was on Switch. It was a long time ago. Hmm. And then there's old. You've always got Queen's Garden to look forward to. Yeah, Queen's Garden is awesome though. I love Fucking Queen's Garden. Awesome. I fucking love Queen's Garden. Like it's it's one of those most hardcore platforming sequences in the game. Jesus fucking Christ! No, no, no. Well, that and the White Palace is no goddamn mercy. Well, no. Well, White Palace is the most, you know. But no, it's like, uh, surprise. It's Super Meat Boy. Have fun. Yeah. Now Hollow Knight really is like fucking masterpiece. One of the best games of the generation, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I we discussed this. Mm-hmm. We did. Just How you doing over there, Chamberlain? I'm fine. It made my list. Yeah, no, no, like we all agreed. There was that in Spider Man, and I'm not sure what else. Uh, Doom 2016 was at least on two of our lists. None of us had Dad of Boy. I because did. You did? Well, yeah, but... he had he had it in the catch all of the mm-hmm. Sony Open ah, World games. Of course. I wouldn't leave any of those behind. I love them all. And you there won't are have very to. good games. On, right. on the PS Plus, you have all those you can go back to because Sony doesn't quite understand what Game Pass is supposed to be. No, they really don't. Um, how many games do you have through Game Pass right now? Well over 100. Yeah, without. Now, and it's fine because I would say a lot of them I've played, and I would say about 20 of them are ones that I'm just not interested in because they're in genres I don't play, but they're there if I wanted to. Yeah, and really... But the point is it's, it's a rotating library of over 100 things. If I were to, is it always a hundred? Over a hundred? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, usually when stuff rolls off, something new rolls on within a couple of days. Hmm. So it's it's a pretty steady number. No, like and so now now that we're getting a certain publisher stuff in there, which we'll talk about in the headlines. Well, 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 who would that bigger. be? But if you download, like if you download a thing through Game Pass right now, and then that game rotates out of Game Pass. Does that mean you can't download it anymore? Correct. Oh, it's bullshit. Well, you, it's it's there. You have it, but you can't play it anymore. Yeah, but then because I don't it's no longer play it, on do Game I? Pass. Well, then that's why PS Plus is better because once I purchase a game through PS Plus, it's mine forever. But that's not okay for as PS long Plus. As you yeah, have but PS that's Plus. not how those games work. What? Though, that list of the PS those those PS4 classics, what are they calling them? The that are PS, in PS Plus, Plus collection. You need to maintain your PS Plus subscription to play those. Yeah, that was a that was a you nasty surprise the other you day. You don't own them. Hmm. Same thing with all the PS Plus games you've claimed. If you stop playing for PlayStation, if you stop paying for PlayStation Plus, anything you've claimed is gone. Yep. True, true. Well, it's not gone; it's and just this, locked off. But yeah. I, I and, and the same is true for Xbox Live Gold. To be completely yeah, fair, but it's the same but thing. but every game that I flagged as quote purchased under PlayStation Plus over the years, I still have access to. As yes, a you play, do. Yes. As a play now, as these things rotate out of Game Pass, if I just feel like playing this one game that I loved on Game Pass years it's ago, it's gone. Yes, that's bullshit. No, it's okay. It's no because it's 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 designed as a rotating collection I, of games. I get that, but it still feels like bullshit. Well, some of us never play a game more than once anyway, so it's a perfect thing. True. There are so many games on there that I would never even give it a second look, but like you know, hey, I played it for an hour or two or a day, and that's enough. I you know I played it enough. Like you know, this isn't my thing. Or hey, this was a lot of fun. Like 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 Double Kick Heroes. I would never even looked at that game. This pixel art music game. Turns out, kid kicked ass. But it's just a way to get exposed to different things. Heck, the PC Game Pass has Crusader Kings 3. Whoa. I may download that and bounce off of it in half an hour, but I'll probably download it just to see what it looks like. I really... Ah, oh man. I really want to... I'm afraid of getting into that. You know what I mean? I I, I know that it's... It definitely looks like... That's the one where like people are marrying off their cousins and shit, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Alex, I think that game is for you. Yeah, that's what yeah. scares me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I know that I would look at it and probably be overwhelmed with options and complexity and go like, oh, which button attacks? And it just wouldn't, 
it probably won't work, but it's there if I want to try it. And I feel like downloading it because it's not small. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't get paid for this, but I'm going to go get another Pepsi. Hang on. God, hey, so I thirsty. live in the town I was invented in. So Coke or Pepsi? Um, I don't really give a shit. Whoa, sometimes I sometimes whoa. Pepsi's a little too sweet, but usually, yeah, Pepsi. See, to not have a strong opinion of Coke versus Pepsi, I, I don't know. Are you an American? What, I mean, I, honestly, I prefer Diet Coke to Diet Pepsi. Oh, but... I hate diet sodas of all kinds. Oh, I, you need to try Dr Pepper and oh, uh, diet sodas nasty. No, Diet A and W, Diet Dr Pepper are legitimately oh. delicious. I will say that Mountain Dew is is. Heads and tails above Mellow Yellow, which is Coke's version of Mountain Dew. I will agree with that, yes. We don't even have Mellow Yellow in Canada. Yeah. But Mountain Dew comes in all these wonderful flavors now. Different kinds of Mountain Dew. Anyway. I like any kind of fruit punch. Hawaiian punch? Not too shabby. Fruitopia? Fruitopia is also not bad. Fruitopia is like like a Kool-Aid amount of sugar. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like a good good peach punch is the most delicious thing in the world to me. Hmm. I like a Snapple. Snapple? Snapples yeah. are good, but they're a little expensive, like, individually. <laughs> well, yeah, because they had the Jerry Seinfeld tie-in in the 90s. <laughs> they, they were very hip once. So does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. Hey. Do you know, like, they were supposed to be in their 30s on that show? They were. They were 30s or 40s. It's like No, like, like early 30s, late 20s. Nah. Feels weird. I don't think they ever said their ages. No, like, like in the script, apparently, or okay. something. I don't know where I saw that. But okay. George was bald. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Hey, right. I've seen I've seen thirty year olds just as bald. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. No, I've seen guys late twenties that bald. He got real mad that I wouldn't sell him cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was working at a convenience store. He came in. He came in, and the guy is like five foot three or something, right? And he's got his hat all pulled down low, and he goes, "Hey, can I get a pack of whatever?" Oh yeah, can I see some ID? He goes. Man, I'm 29. I go, that may be, but now that I've asked you for ID, it's illegal for me to sell you a pack of cigarettes unless you show me ID proving your age. Because, well, I left it at home, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, dude. You have to go get it. So then he pulls off his head and shows me that he's got a big bald spot. He goes, this look, does this look like I'm in high school? I go, no, it doesn't. But now that I've asked, I, it's illegal for me to give it to you. Like, I, I, I literally can't. He goes, I didn't ride my skateboard all the way down here not to get cigarettes. <laughs> and, I, and I said to the guy, if you're trying to convince me that you're over 18, telling me that your main mode of conveyance is a skateboard is not going to do it. And he was not happy. <laughs> oh, well. He was not happy. Anyway, does that mean it's time for headlines? Now it is time for headlines. Headlines in Overwatch News. Uh, a new patch changes all the elevators in the game. The elevators always used to just go up and then down and then up and then down. So you always get to an elevator, or you always walk by an elevator because it's on its way up and you couldn't get on it. Mm-hmm. Now it will always sit at the bottom. Once you get on it, it'll start going, to, it'll go to the top, wait at the top for a second, then return to the bottom while making noise the whole time. So it alerts people to using it, which I'm kind of not fond of, but I might get to high ground more, we'll see. Uh, and then they did a bunch of new balance changes, which I don't mind any of them because none of them nerfed me. Uh, Ash's Dynamite got nerfed from 75 to 50 explosion damage. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bap got his ult matrix... Pardon me, got his ultimate cost decreased by 15%. I don't think that was necessary. He gets it a lot anyway. Uh, McCree got a big buff. The combat roll distance increased by 20%. The flashbang stun duration increased from 0.7 to 8 seconds. Orisa's base armor increased from 200 to 250 and the projectile speed on her gun has increased like 30%. 
So it was 90, now it's 120. Apparently she plays almost like a hit scan now. So I'm really interested to try that because I always really liked Rissa. Hmm. Uh, Roadhog's hook will now pull targets half a meter closer to him. So he won't have to take that step forward to shoot a guy in the head anymore. And it will make it easier for him to one-shot me on Tracer, which I think is bullshit. Roadhog needs help. I disagree. <laughs> I, completely fucking, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I completely fucking disagree. Uh, BlizzCon Online will take place February 19th and 20th of 2021. So five months to go till Overwatch 2 news. Hmm. Motherfuckers. No more Marvel movies this year. Yeah, they all got pushed back. Yep. Not that anybody is surprised, but they actually put dates on a lot of that stuff. What are the dates? I don't remember what they are. Uh, it's, starting, it's I say not earlier than 2021. Yeah. Okay. They all got pushed. Not earlier than a vaccine that works. Ha <laughs> oh. ha. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will run at 4K 60 frames per second on PlayStation 5, says Ubisoft. Well, I, mean, I will be, believe it when I see it. The same will be true on, on the Xbox Series X. Okay. And, and it's comparable hardware, so. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Tell, tell me about, uh, do you know about the HDMI 2 format? No. HDMI, well, HDMI 2.0 is, it's just faster than HDMI 1. I heard there's some kind of thing where one of them can do 4K at certain frames per second, but the other, but HDMI 1 can't. Yeah, it's a speed thing. It's bandwidth. Can HDMI 1 do 4K 60? No. The, the, the PS... The, 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 these consoles come with HDMI 2 cords. They're yes. different cords. Yes, but my TV is what I'm worried about. When did you buy your TV? Uh, it's a 2019. Then you're fine. I But it's HDMI 1 inputs, I think. No. It'll go. It'll say, and then if you go into the settings on your TV, you can enable the settings on there. Because sometimes TVs will show up where the inputs don't have 4K enabled. You have to go in there and turn it on and say yes. This yeah, input but no, no, the, they're all 4K. Like it's yeah. running 4K, but not necessarily 4K 60 frames per second or something. Well, I mean that's the refresh rate of the TV. But I, I HDMI 1.0 is old. Yeah. I had that issue on my no, like years old. I had an issue on my last receiver. I had to buy a new receiver because it was HDMI 1.0. And I, I run all of my systems through my receiver and then to my television, and it was not passing 4K signal because with HDMI 1.0. So if you bought it in 2019, you're you're fine unless you're using a really old cord. No. Then you're fine. Fear not. I'm fearful. Use the of new what? cord that comes with the PS4 and or PS5. creeping it, fascism, it, it, whatever. No, for. it's it's ah! not the it's not the it's not the the cords I'm worried if about. It's... If you bought your TV in the I mean, if you bought it last year, you're good. Okay. Well, no. I like I, I, I bought it this year, but I know it was a 2019 model. Well, then you really shouldn't be worried. But worrying is what I do. Fine. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be alright. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> I want to believe that. Look off. You're not gonna play Valhalla anyway. Um, I'm gonna play Valhalla. We'll see. Like, Alex might when it goes if, on sale. If there's, if there's I, like I'm getting Dark Souls else. Day One thanks to my little bonus. There you go. Yeah, if, if there's nothing else, like, come, like, December, I may, you know? Well, if I get it, I'll probably get it, like, this, halfway through December. That's what will probably be available yeah. next. I'm still salty about Xbox. I you never expected to play it this there, year There anyway. will still be waves of pre-orders opening up. You could still I know, one. but I, like, okay. But they'll last, like, 45 seconds. The, the, the night before, right? I'm like, okay, I got a break at 10 o'clock. I get this pre-order. The rest of my year is taken care of. I mean, you know what? I, I, I honestly believe that, you know what? I got my consoles pre-ordered. Everything's going to be okay. I did feel a wave of relief after getting my for PS5. I know, so did I. And it happened in a parking lot at the, at the grocery store. <laughs> and then my boss approving the vacation days. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't have that. I'll be able to just a couple hours that night. But anyway. I saw a thing. Apparently, like there's there's a thing in psychology where people are getting well, one of the main reasons people are getting more depressed right now um, is because they're not looking forward to those vacations that they've booked because they haven't booked those vacations, and not having that thing to look forward to is like it, it fucks with you that you don't. No, it, that, you need that you're not working yeah, towards a thing. You know, you need goalposts. Yeah, you need something to. Yeah to look at. Otherwise, what are you doing every day for? Mm-hmm. No, I, that totally happens to me. I need that to occur like every six months. So for me, it happens every yeah. November and every June. <laughs> uh, a team of ex-Blizzard developers have founded a new studio called Dreamhaven. Okay. They'll make something in like five years. Um, <laughs> you, you never know. Like it, It's founded under the same principles that Blizzard was founded under. And uh, the, a lot of the talent that they've pulled, like, is like high level Blizzard talent, who got sick of you know the the new culture over there under Activision. So it might. Well, be hey, worth... hey, hey! They, they they taped paper to a monument. They're they're fighting the power from the inside. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so what I'm saying is maybe this could be some Blizzard employees having fun again, and that d- tends Sounds to make good, good games. Yeah. Isn't that how we got Torchlight? Oh uh, uh, yeah, exactly Blizzard how we got games? Torchlight too. Oh, yeah. And yes. Torchlight 2 is a good game. I will fight. I will die mad about a chance. <laughs> Just because... Torchlight 2 is a very good game. It's a fantastic game. I don't game. think Karen. I said it was bad. I think I you know, said... No, 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 Witcher, I'm taking... Witcher 3 is good. Witcher 3 is a good game. I think I said I didn't enjoy it. I think... That hurt. Mm. I, I, I honestly... Torchlight 2, I've spent a disgusting amount of time with. I it's thought it was good. wonderful. Oh, Yeah. Well, let me just read those Overwatch patch notes again, gentlemen. No. I don't no, think you were listening. Good. Okay, okay, good. Well, that hurts me. That hurts me in a deep way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this year's Jeff Keighley Awards will take place on December 10th, and they'll be live streaming from London, LA, and Tokyo, just to really talk up, to talk up the fact that they're doing something really special and live streaming from London. L.A. and Tokyo. This certainly is a special evening. It's going to be a weak game. I mean, they're they're not they're never great, but I mean, game of the year this year. Really, what are you going to give? I mean, oh no no no! Just going to hand it off to Cyberpunk now. Well, C- Cyberpunk mean, is certainly a contender. I think you've already fucking forgotten about Ghost of Tsushima. There's also Sekiro, man. Sekiro was this year, wasn't it? Was it no, last year? No, it wasn't. Fuck. What, what, there was something early this year, though, wasn't there? Was, I don't what, think so. Last of Us Two. Oh yeah. Fucking oh, Last of Us Two. Yeah. It took you a minute. It did. Because and I don't think that's all. I think we're the, oh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, it's been a that. decent year. It has. Been it really has. Okay, and mind. for me personally, Man Eater. Mm, love that one. Oh man. Yeah. Just for the name. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. she Watch out, boy! She'll chew you up. Speaking of, Chance's new favorite game of 2020, Maneater, will get a free 4K 60fps upgrade and ray tracing for next gen at launch if you own the game on current gen. There will also be a physical release. I love how Maneater gets it for free, but Control, you gotta buy again. Yeah. Oops. Um, um, yeah. I, like it. I think it's because Remedy is their own publisher. Yeah. yeah. They're doing some weird shit right now. Uh, they're just trying to squeeze uh, Control for all it's worth because that is their self-published property. Everything else they've done recently, like for years, they were under contract to Microsoft. Control is the one that they own themselves. It is their dying light. And they're trying to make it that, even though it's not that good. <laughs> no, it's not as good as dying light. It's good, but it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, it's not that good. Uh, that said, if I was going to play either of those games now, it would be Control because it looks better than dying light. Well, it's newer. I mean, it's yeah. less than maybe, maybe a year. Alex, you had something on the tip of your tongue? Uh, no, not really. Ooh. 
Very well. Uh, no, no Man's Sky got another huge update that Alex will now tell us is good and cool, but we it won't play cool. it no matter what he says. <laughs> he says having already installed it again. Get it. Oh, just get into the frigates, man. Frigates are so cool. Okay, uh, uh, we'll see if I even get to a fucking frigate. I may not even land on the first planet. I'll choose how much No Man's Sky I taste. I may dip a toe in words, and go, Ooh. Words hurt. They do. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Let it in your heart. Just like smoke a huge bowl and just let it just take you somewhere. Okay. It sounds so good that way. I'll see if I'll see if I can you know pack a stem with Keith and we'll see how we can do. There you go. Okay. Land some psychedelic ass planets. Xbox One X sales are up four seven hundred and forty seven percent on Amazon.com this week. That's weird, isn't it? Weird. Go figure. Because Amazon was playing weird games. If you do a search for Series X, the page isn't even there. Where they were it? changing. They were changing links to try to stave off um, oh, like the, bots, basically. Okay. So then, how do you so actually find it? You I mean you had to go on their site and you had to search for it again, oh. and then sometimes it's there. But if I would like to forward you a link to the page, it'll work for a while, but then it won't. Well, it's nice that they're at least trying something, I guess. So the, the problem here with that number is that we have no idea how many they sold last week. It could be one. You know, I mean, it, yes, it sounds huge, but 747% above what? Well, I Two? mean, I, no, but what that, I mean, still, there's a bunch of people who are going to get this thing and be pretty... They're all going to return it. Yeah, it's like, crazy. and it's all on account of fucking Microsoft's stupid naming convention. Oh, I'm not going to defend the naming convention. It's stupid. <clears throat> that, that tweet I liked that you liked, um, like like, the person text. that names PlayStations, and it's the count from Sesame Street, person that names the Xboxes, and it's just the Jim Carrey Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, rumor has it there are far fewer units of the PlayStation 5 digital. <coughs> I have to cough. It's that third Pepsi. Yeah. That's what it is. Hang on. Ah, the pause that refreshes. Rumor has it there are far fewer units of the PlayStation 5 digital edition than the regular. A poll I saw kind of reinforces that. It was about 4,000 people who managed to get a pre-order 20%, like directly even, 20% digital, 80% got the standard. Uh, the same is also true for the Xbox One Series S. There's yeah. not many of those out there to be found. Yeah, because those are the ones that they're losing most money on, I would imagine. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, same same, same for PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after fighting game studio Lab Zero imploded on account of its dickhead leader, the core team has decided to form a co-op where they will, quote, share profits and power. Aw. Yeah, that's nice. Sounds like communism. Now hug. Uh, <laughs> Xbox bought ZeniMax for $7.5 billion. Pinkies the- up. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. It is not the biggest. The biggest was like, I don't know, the purchase of Tencent or something. But in terms of like the amount of studios purchased by a platform holder, I think it really is. Uh, it's huge. It's, it's huge. it is colossal. It is earth shaking. So they now own Bethesda. They now own id software. They own Tango Gameworks, Machine Games, Arcane Studios. Um, and some other shitty ones. That doesn't matter. They own the guys who made Dishonored. Uh, they own the guys who make Skyrim. They <laughs> they own the guys who make Doom, Doom. and Wolfenstein. Uh, Wolfenstein. Yep. Um, yep. Fallout, New Vegas. They own yeah. They own the team that makes Fallout, the, the modern Fallout games, and do Microsoft it, also it, owns the it. Fallout license and Obsidian, <laughs> Obsidian, which made Fallout New Vegas. We could be looking at Obsidian working on another AAA Fallout game again. 
Bethesda couldn't stop them. <laughs> um, so in terms of that, like, now, on the one hand, you're, the mind reels with the, the potential. With the potential. Mm-hmm. And I, at this, but I worry that my mind reels with the potential these studios would have had, were I, as excited as I would be if they had been bought by Sony. But they were bought by Sony. Microsoft has said they're going to allow ZeniMax to continue to operate independently, Here. which will last for about a year or two, and then they'll get absorbed completely. Here's my take. Psychonauts 2 looks exactly what I wanted Psychonauts 2 to be. So for now, Microsoft has the benefit of my doubt. Psychonauts 2 was in development and like designed long Prior before to. they were bought by Microsoft. That has nothing yeah. to do with nothing. Yeah. Um, Microsoft. They made Sunset Overdrive. Microsoft has a history of buying studios and then forcing those studios to make shitty games. It's true. That's why ZeniMax is going to be allowed to kind of operate on their own. What was that about that open world Halo everyone loved? Oh, wait. And that gives me so much hope. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft has said that, sorry, Xbox will honor the PS5 exclusivity agreements for Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop. Other games will be on PC, Xbox, PC, and, quote, other consoles on a case-by-case basis. I just, okay. Microsoft did not spend $7.5 billion Maybe they did. to let PlayStation 5 users play Starfield. Um, no, but they didn't spend that much money to cut their potential audience. No. Like, yeah, so if, if ZeniMax is going to make that decision, ZeniMax is going to publish on PS5. Because they want that game in as many consoles as possible. And frankly, if, you know, kind of trends continue... PlayStation 5 will still have more market penetration than Xbox. True. Now, here's the question, though. Will Sony allow it, knowing that every single copy of, say, Starfield, whenever that comes out, come, that is sold on PlayStation 5, to not allow it is, has is, Microsoft pockets? To not allow it would just be like vindictive for the sake of dickishness. So what they want is people oh, okay, who but, have their platforms to enjoy it, and I want to play Starfield on my PS5. Of course you do. Yeah. But are you saying Sony cannot be vindictive to the point of dickishness? Yes. Yes, uh, they can. Example. Absolutely. Oh, it's Sony. They charged 600 bucks for the PlayStation 3 and told you to get a second job. To oh, Spider-Man's going to only be on PS, the PS5. For that the there. That wasn't vindictive. That was pretty ticket. Spider-Man only being on PlayStation 5 stuff is vindictive. What what, what part of Spider-Man is only on PlayStation 5? It's all on both. In Avengers. Spider-Man is... Is Is exclusive. Sony is all in on on, on console-exclusive DLC. They've done it with Destiny stuff. Yeah, but Microsoft has done that for years with the Call of Duty shit. Yeah, but nobody cares. Yeah, I know. That's right. I'm I'm just... I I would be... I, I mean... I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody. I want Starfield. We keep talking about Starfield like we know if it's going to be any good or not. We have no idea. What matters, though, is that we're going to get Bethesda stuff on Game Pass. Yes. And unfortunately, Starting I already October own 1st. Doom Eternal, but there it is. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll get a decent deal on the Doom, because uh, there's actually Doom single-player DLC coming out in October. Is there? I'm actually, yes. Yeah, and you oh, can yeah, buy it yeah, apart yeah, from yeah. the main game. Yeah, yeah it's its own that. thing. It's like a standalone thing. That's oh, weird. Just, How long is really it supposed cool to be? Idea. I don't know. Hmm. But I, I liked Eternal more than you guys did, so you I'm did. probably down for it. <sighs> it's a lot of that's a lot of bees though. Seven point five B billion, billion dollars. A uh, thousand millions. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it God. is. Uh Hades has now sold over one hundred thousand copies. That's no, it. Try again. Oh sorry, try over again. over a million copies. Over a million. Oh thank God. 
for a million copies. Does that, does that include Steam and Switch? I'm assuming. I believe so. Yeah. And it was have to include Epic. That's where it was available first for like a year. True. All the you know every one of those fifty copies from the Epic Store. <laughs> uh, the full list of the PlayStation Plus collection games you'll get on PlayStation Five at launch is God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Fallout 4, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat X, mm-hmm. Uncharted 4, Ratchet & Clank, mm-hmm. Days Gone, Yay! Un- <laughs> Until Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, Detroit Become Human, <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield 1, <laughs> Infamous Second Son, mm-hmm. uh, Batman Arkham Knight, yeah. uh, Last Guardian, the Last of Us, like remastered, I is the impression I get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Persona Five, okay, good. And yeah. Res- Resident Evil Seven. Persona good. Five or Persona Five Royal. Persona Five. Okay, yeah. It's a good. It's a good collection of games. It's fine, you know. It's just Sony doesn't quite get that it's that the way Game Pass works is that I get all the first party games day one for the price of my subscription. Are they like, always on there? One. Yes. That's how I played Gears Five day one. Yeah, but is it still on there? Yes, yeah. the first party stuff stays. Oh. Only it's it seems right now that only the third party stuff rotates. The first party stuff is oh. always there. So I could play Crackdown three again if I really never mind. I didn't enjoy it the first time. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's too bad. Uh, Xbox Series X pre-orders are now live. A one terabyte lies, st- lies. They were live for like ten minutes, maybe. A one terabyte storage card for the Series X is now available, starting at two hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, I would put the PlayStation Five one around the same place, if not more. Probably more. And I yeah. saw, but I saw the 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 how you put this uh, this card into the into the Xbox. Yeah, chunk, chunk. You know, pop open a thing, stick it in, chunk. Easy, like like on a Done. fucking switch, like yep. easy as pie. So uh, see, Microsoft has also come out to confirm that I, because I have an external drive plugged into my Xbox. Oh yeah, right? that was all awesome. my stuff installed. I, that, yeah. I can plug them into my Series X, and it will play all my current gen ones just fine. Or I can move them onto the internal drive for faster yeah. loading times. Yeah, and that's really cool. That I don't want to re-download all that stuff. Yeah. Mostly because Rock Band <laughs> it'll take forever. <laughs> uh, Doom Eternal will officially come to Xbox Game Pass on October first, and Game Pass on PC later this year. For free? Hell yeah. Pick it up. Yeah. Near Replicants Remake launches April 23rd, 2021. Apparently, Automata sold 4.85 million units, making Good it a pretty big it. deal for Squeenix. Near Replicant, is that the first game they're remaking? Yes. Huh. Okay. I don't need to play it again, but okay. Yeah, I saw a thing where uh, just the headline was like, Yoko Taro wants you to imagine that um, Near Replicant has nothing to do with any of the other Near games. So, so it's like maybe it's separate from the original somehow. Okay. I don't know. Uh, multiplayer game Disintegration launched in June and is now shutting down its servers. In bye more, bye. In more shocking news, Disintegration launched in June? <laughs> I don't even know which one that is. Well, yeah, let's look that up because I remember, I seem to remember something with that name. Hang on. I'm going to search it on Metacritic. Come uh, on, paste. Disintegration okay. video game. On Steam. 62% on PC. Oh, that was like a weird first-person slash RTS thing where one person was the commander. And like they were like, the guy who designed Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like driving apparently around doesn't mean on a shit. hover bike, but the hover bike yeah. controls for shit. And it that. looks way too much like Destiny, but don't, 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 don't come out with that shit. Come yeah. on. Yeah, that looked terrible. Yeah. So yeah, apparently that came out in June. Fuck that game. And they're still charging 40 bucks for it on Steam. <laughs> Uh, where are we here? 
Uh, Rayman creator Michael An- Michael Ansel has oh, announced yeah. this week that he's quitting video games. He's this is fucking sad. He's going to work with animals or something. Uh, Ubisoft assured us that Beyond Good and Evil Two will keep on trucking without him, and basically all <laughs> of his work was already done. Never coming out. It is not coming out. You never know. It was announced halfway through Obama's term, uh, which was I think forty-seven years ago. <laughs> the tracks. The gray in my beard holds. Uh, can attest to that. <sighs> That it's not, it's not coming out. It's not coming out. Nope. And the problem is, I have uh, Beyond Good and Evil, the HD kind of one, sitting around that was on Game with Gold at some point in time. I bet you if I download it and play it, it will not be near as good as I remember it. No, it was a very old game. I remember GameCube. Yeah, I remember replaying it uh, just at the beginning of the uh, PS3 generation. And I could just barely get through it. But it was good yeah. enough that by the end I was tearing up because it really was amazing. It's yeah. a really good story. It, oh, really, it really was. Um, but Ubisoft has has called, in their internal documents, they have called Beyond Good and Evil to a quadruple A game. One of two that they're working on. I know they're not saying what it is. That's right. Now, there is a phrase that America created, which I will now apply to this Canadian company, called Too Big to Fail. <laughs> and I don't think they would, like, you would have to be, to cut bait on that amount of investment in a game, it's either, it might become something else, but we definitely haven't seen the last of Beyond Good and Evil 2. It might just become Overwatch. Have like you Project Titan, you never know. ever heard of an American documentary called The Producers? A documentary? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Like... I don't know. I wouldn't. Time Fair enough. I wouldn't put Germany. that past them. Um, I would. I think they're trying to be successful. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure. Are you saying you wouldn't put that past McLance? Like maybe there's a way to make money off it if it fails so, so big. Oh. Which Beyond Good and Evil Two might could. possibly do. That's right. Good. <laughs> I'm kind That's of tempted terrible. to go play Man Eater again. Just the thought of playing that in 4K. Of all the things you have at your disposal, I that's know, what right? you want to play I, again. I loved that game. The game was fun I... to me. It sounds like a Dark Shadows 2 situation. Like just a game like you just you feel good playing it. You never want to stop. Just keep running through that's that story. That's what Hades over over. is for you guys, though. Yeah, yeah. And what what I love about one of the great things about Hades is when you fuck up and die. Like if you like, usually halfway through a run, I'll know that I'm like. I'm probably just going to walk into lava next time I see it. <laughs> like, there there are runs like that. Um, yeah, and you'll know. And Asphodel, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know. Uh, like, it'll be clear that you're, like, just not putting out the DPS you need to do, or you're not surviving easily I enough. got nothing to do against armor. This is, this is going to fuck me over. Yeah. And, um, uh, and it's okay. Like, that's one of the weird things about Hades. You, you're going to die over and over. You are. And that's not really the point. The point is the things you learn and... It's about- Getting up on that bike, pulling yourself out of the bushes. Yeah, and and doing it with whatever the game throws at you, and goddamn, like just getting in good with chaos. You're gonna have some fucking fun once you're at the point where you're like really gaming the game at itself. I want to start picking up like sixty percent damage bonuses. Oh, oh god, like I've yeah, I've had I've had like I think one run I had a hundred and twenty damage bonus going off chaos stuff, and it was like a hard one hundred and twenty percent damage. So I was dealing like you know. 
200% damage on my attacks because I had Athena. And I had Athena buffed up to over 100%. So all my attacks deflect enemy attacks, and it does 200% damage. And because of the two times I visited uh, Chaos and walked around at like 20% movement speed for the next five rooms or something, all my all those also deal 200% damage. Like, it was ridiculous. Wow, it was fucking ridiculous. I walked up to Dad and just slapped him like a mule. <laughs> it was, and it's it's, and then the next game, all you get are fucking little DOTs from um, from Dionysus. Yeah, Nate. Sometimes Dad kicks your ass, and like, yes. it's a war of attrition, and you just you barely eke through. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good game. And sometimes you don't even lo- need your first pip of Death Defiance against him. Like you're just—that's always a good feeling. Yes, you're just that kind of solid in your yeah. Fuck, it's amazing. It really, really is. And when and by the time you're getting bored with it, it's just like, well, you know what? Here's another five weapons yeah. I haven't tried in the last three hours. Hey, hey, how about you? How about you rip the guts of this game inside out? See what yeah. happens. And then and then you pick one of those other five weapons. Each of those five weapons has four quote aspects that completely change the way it plays. Oh, and you know you got to upgrade those that shit too. And then <laughs> and then you're dealing with a run of a bunch of random enhancements for your attack and your special and your dodge and everything at your disposal until by the end of the game you have like 30 different things that are affecting is, your every aspect of your kit. It's amazing. Which is to say nothing for like the epilogue you get when you just keep going up to the surface. Yes. And and how the story continues. The story continues. It's not over. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Yeah. So wait, he doesn't escape. He does. Can, he he does. does. Play the game. He Play does. the game. He does. No, I'm not gonna. He does. He escapes. He does. Yeah. Okay, but then in he goes a way. back. Well, okay. Let's say you were in the place where everyone goes when they die. Yeah. And then you get out to the land of the living. Where do you think you're gonna end up one day? Anyway. So Hades is fucking amazing. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. It really is. It is the kind of game Double Fine's always wanted to make. Something that is both mechanically and, you know, story-wise. Narratively, absolutely. Narratively excellent. Yeah. It is It is one It is one of the best games of the year. The systems just building each other as a gorgeous mosaic. In fact, as we discuss game of the year, I'll be hard-pressed to give it to anything other than Hades now that I think of it. Yeah, like, I, I'm tempted to, like, switch it out with Risk and Rain, too, now. If this had come out first, I would it wouldn't even cross my mind. Because the ending is just that. Uh, that yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to play No Man's Sky after this. <laughs> <laughs> limited hours, limited time. Yeah. I, Should I? There was okay. So uh, when you get to the third area of um, of Hades, one of the bosses is two bosses at once. It's this asshole king and a minotaur. But sometimes, <laughs> earlier in that section of the afterlife, you may meet the Minotaur in his own, and he just wants to throw down as a test of strength, and once you prove that you can beat him, he'll give up after like two-thirds health bar. And he'll go, okay, good fight, and just walk away. <laughs> and as you meet with him, you'll continue having an evolving dialogue with him, and eventually turning him against the king. Until the last time I talked to him, he gave me a hint that opened up the third specialization of the gauntlets, the gauntlet weapons, and uh, gave me a hint that if I fought him with those weapons, maybe we'd be friends. And so my last run, I beat the shit out of Dad wearing the gloves. It was great. <laughs> but the amount of time invested to garner um, these things... Okay. Consider just... consider the amount of time invested in skateboarding. It's the same thing. It's enjoyable to do. 
it's I, fun. I understand that, but you've put, I mean, you've put a hundred or so hours in this game, right? Uh, well, not at least, yeah. Alex has for sure. Yep. Let, let me open up Steam. I think so. That number of hours, you could have played something new. I have played something new every time. You just don't perceive it. Like <laughs> it drives me crazy. It no, just I mean, grew slowly over time. Game, it was great. Good or bad, there are new experiences out there. You, you are many. There are innumerable ways to be disappointed. I'm only eighty. You must hours. find them all. I disagree. I disagree. I, I like to find um, meaningful, uh, meaningful experiences, and occasionally, rarely, people. And then I will stick to them like glue as long as I can. <laughs> and the library, Hades. Here we go. If I click on Hades, it should tell me something. I've only got 80 hours, so it feels like more in a good way. 130.5 hours. How do you have the time for that? I work from home. I have like I have like no commute. Shaves two hours off every day. It's fucking awesome. Two hours? Yeah. Well, I give, I leave like an hour, so I'm never late. Yeah. Can't be late. But, you know, again, the commute is walking downstairs. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> you don't even need to wear pants. That's right. Like, we, I think, I don't know if we recorded the bit about the hair, but we... we're not doing video calls in my office. Oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> well, there's, there's 13 things in my Steam inventory. What the fuck is all this? Hats. Nothing but hats. Hats it's all day. It's a bunch of icons? Oh. Steam is a wild, woolly world that I don't understand fully. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> Kids today in their TikToks. TikTok, did that get bought by an American company or is it being banned? No, it got, Both. It got some. Yeah, it got somehow bought by an American company, so it won't get Both banned. Both of those things happened. Yeah. <laughs> Just so that just means this American company will be harvesting people's data as opposed to a Chinese company. No, or, and hey, maybe sending it all back to China. Who the fuck knows? Well, 100% that's what will happen, but somehow, you know, I'm sure one of Trump's friends got a taste. That's that's what counts. <sighs> no, we're not going there. We're not. We're not going to end on this. Okay, well, let's... Okay. Not happen. So has anyone, Sunshine, puppies, chocolate, Has anyone seen Leprechaun pizza. starring Jennifer, a young Jennifer Aniston? Which? The Leprechaun? Leprechaun starring a young Jennifer Aniston. I've never seen it all the way through. How, how, how young? Is it bad? I don't know. That's the thing. It's, it's on Shutter. It's, 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 it's... No? Not, not. I, I can understand why she never, ever wants to talk about it. It's Aww. not for its time. No, it's not bad, but... <laughs> eh, that's how okay, much so, you like Warwick Davis? So, He's good. I love Warwick Davis, but yeah, no, it. it's it's worth it for that. But but the thing is, like when I was a kid, walking through the video store and just seeing the the DVD titles or the DVD cover art for these movies, like gave me fucking nightmares. So it's good makeup. I just I don't know. It's an awful stereotype. Oh, there we go. Lemon. Oh, that's a really young Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I feel bad, kind of looking at this. Whatever. We were. I mean, either way, Jennifer she'll, Aniston, Jennifer Aniston will always be older than us. I understand, but she's ageless. If you look at the, the entire cast of Friends, true. who has aged the best? Um, I, I would say... Um, definitely, uh, Jennifer Phoebe. Aniston looks the same. Definitely that Chandler guy. Well, he, he got kind of puffy. He's the one who we don't <laughs> see anymore. He's the one who did nothing. No, that, that's, right? that, that's why it's a joke. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. no, no, you're absolutely true. Jennifer Aniston is the one doing skin commercials. She's completely well, when, yeah when you see her on TV I'm sure she's a normal person what I like about Jennifer Aniston is it doesn't appear that she's had any plastic surgery 
That just means their plastic surgery is really good. There you go. Yeah, when you have friends money. Even that Chandler guy has friends money. Yeah, but he, he's using it to just like chill out and retire. Hey, is this weekend the Jim Carrey SNL episode? I don't know. Let's look that up because I am dying for that. Apparently, he's going to play Biden. Uh, Wait, Jim Carrey is going to be on SNL again? Jim Carrey is on the S- is on the SNL season premiere. He's so uh, old now. He's so old yeah, and skinny. I know. He hasn't been funny. Kind of almost like kind of emaciated. You know, he's he's doing like crazy. Uh, he's not funny anymore. Jim no. Carrey is always. I love Jim Carrey. I will never not be pleased to see Jim Carrey. He is he is just ridiculously talented. He is, and the thing is, now that he's gone into his stupid his stupid spiritual thing, he's fucking insufferable. I agree. Yeah. But when called upon to perform, he is still Jim Carrey, and that hey, is. I love you, Philip Morris. Is a good fucking movie. More people need to see. Oh God, I remember that. Yeah, it's a really good movie. He's yeah. really good in no, it. No, no, I re- you're right. No, that was really good. Okay, so October third, October third. That's next weekend. Fuck. Five consecutive weeks of live shows. Yeah, they're they're keeping the audience in a bubble. They're not letting him leave. They have to leave <laughs> in the studio. Everybody gets crackers and juice once a day. <laughs> the buckets in the corner. Trips. <laughs> I expect you to share. Damn it! That was this weekend. It's really disappointing. I was hyped for that. No Man's Sky better be fucking awesome, Alex, to make up for this disappointment. You're not going to play it. You're going to play Hades. You're not going to play it. I am going to... No, I've just installed it. I've downloaded... It matter. I've downloaded the 3.01 patch. Uh, no Man's Sky is ready to go on my sweet new 4 I recommend, TV. like, just sticking around one system, getting a bunch of missions, see how they turn out. Yeah. No, that's, that's my plan. I'm going to... Yeah. I'm going to take things slow. Yeah, that's right. Take it slow like Adam Driver. You guys never saw that <laughs> sketch? That was fucking hilarious. God, you guys need to watch more SNL. SNL is regularly brilliant. Is it? No. I take it. I, I don't really feel the need to. I, I get ever since um, what's his name? The guy who does um, uh, uh, Big Mouth. Oh shit, Kid Gorgeous. John Mulaney left. I just am not feeling it. Disagree. It is. It is regularly brilliant, but you um. I don't know. You just kind of look for it in the original, like in the original bits. Like, did you see the one where A.D. Bryant is singing to her dog a Chihuahua, no. and then the Chihuahua becomes uh, the guy who left One Direction or whatever the fuck it was, Harry Styles. Oh. Then, the, then the Chihuahua becomes Harry Styles and starts singing to her about how much he loves her and he loves the way she feeds him ham. Um, and they have a wonderful day dancing and singing together. And then he has to go. Uh, they said, I have to go now. And she's like, who? Who said you had to go? And he said, God. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he turns back into a chihuahua. And it's all just this song sung by Eddie Bryant. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, uh, like, I'm sorry, but Saturday Night okay, Live. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. Saturday Night Live is still excellent. And it's... I, <laughs> I'm, I'm squinting at you incredulously through the microphone. No, that, that's some Toonson's level shit. I like it. Yeah, I will I will regularly lay it at the feet of, of Eddie Bryant, uh, Cecily Strong, and... I love Cecily Strong. Yes, Cecily. And Cecily Strong is, has been a head writer for years. Cecily Strong is not like that, just a performer who's been around. The thing where she's like, she's... um. Reading a script in like a thick southern accent to like, a, like an actor on set was oh, fucking great. I would, I, I think I remember that one. It was too much for me. Or it's just the accent so thick the actor keeps breaking. Oh, oh fuck. Okay. I'll, I'll concede the, like when, um, uh, what's his face who was in First Man was like doing the sketch with, uh, 
Oh, I forget her name. But she's yeah, a, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Alien abduction about, you know, victims. Yeah, the, the, every single one of those alien abduction ones is, is a classic. Incredible. Yes. And like, you, like, you get exactly why he's breaking. It's impossible. Yeah. It, it's, it's lethal. We could, we could currently Tiny. have like a three hour Blu-ray of the best of Kate McKinnon. And Kate McKinnon is just. Yeah. Like, deadly. it would be, it would be an epic three hours. Like an epic, but you would have to comb those episodes to find just, oh, so much of her best shit. And no one has broken an SNL the way she made um, what's his face break. Uh, that was a good. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, I'm talking about Ryan Gosling. Yeah, oh, Ryan yeah. Gosling. Yeah, no, you. that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know. And if you haven't seen First Man yet, see First Man. Holy shit! Really? Oh yeah, that's a f- gorgeous fucking movie. Oh. Did we talk about Midway last week? I don't. Yeah, yes, we, we did. did. Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I think we're out of steam at that point. I, I am very much out of steam, yes. Okay. All right, then. Well, then. I'm itching to play Hades myself. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to... I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of curious about No Man's Sky. I might. It's, it's a nice to do before bed. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go have a cigarette. I'm going to just... I mean, then when I get upstairs, I'll know one way or the other. Play No Man's Sky, have a nice bath, go to bed. You have a buffet in front of you of so many things. I do. I do. So many choices. I will continue to be salty. Wait, the soup! The soup! Fuck. The soup. But it was too late. <laughs> and now I'll never know. <laughs> I'm soup. just going to be... Oh, right. Yeah. Anyway. What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. I'm going to be angry. And what are you going to play? Uh, I should probably finish Gris. Come on, man. Life's too short for it. such how about Spanish is, How about pretension? instead of playing fucking Gris for one more fucking second, you put another run into Hades? I don't want to do that, though. Yeah, but go unlock the spear, man. I you want to play Grizz more than Hades. Oh, I just got the, part, the spear more... thing that, like, it, it, like, halves your health, but it lets you, like, get health back with, like, like a charge-up spin attack. Oh, the, uh, the, what's, what's it called? Like, the, the five-something blade I don't or know. It's fun as shit. I don't know. Like, having your health that low, by the time you get to dad... I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It is, what it is is every time, like, you send out the spinning thing, and every time the spinning thing hits an enemy, you get a little bit of health. And yeah. it's just a little bit of health. But... It has your health bar, so a little bit of health is actually huge. But then it also has every addition to your health bar that you build through the rest of the game. So instead of getting 50 health every time you get a heart, you get 25. It's, it's really rough. Like, yeah. It's really rough. Sounds pretty brutal. Yeah. But it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, all right. And I got that like upgrade where like, you have like three spears like at front of you every time you attack. Oh, I'm just murdering fuckers. Man, I've never seen that one. Yeah. All right. What's it called? Um, what is it called? I don't know. I've never seen it. As, uh, I'll have to pop in. I'll, I'll text you. I guess I should play more Spear, uh, because I, I guess I haven't done enough of it since... Yeah, I'm literally looking forward to getting back to this run. All right, fine. All right. Yeah, I saw you start playing it right before we went online. I'm like, really? It's, it's on pause. Now? I'm being good. There we go. All right. Well, in that case, we should probably let Alex get back to his Hades run. Alex, thank you for being here. Yeah. It's just called Triple Jab. We're good. Okay. Go. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh.